final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. And welcome on in to Cougar Post Game Live. I am Ben Bagley. Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU gets the win over San Diego State 66-60. And we talked about it in the pregame. This more than likely, I mean, it's early, second game of the season, hard to tell. But this more than likely could be a quad one win for BYU. It is a resume must for BYU. As they they will have a game against Oregon, 13th ranked Oregon. That game will be a quad one game. This game should be a quad one game. And getting the victory uh, pads that resume for March. And I know March is a long time away, but it's always good to have nice things on your resume before you head into conference play. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 at papajohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off of pizza. It's not a bad way to spend your Saturday with 50% half off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. Hey, a couple of notes from tonight's game. You heard Greg and Mark break some of this stuff down, but I'm going to take it just a little bit deeper here. The second chance points by far away the difference in tonight's game. BYU scored 66 points in the victory. You had 17 second chance points. If you do some quick math there, that's approximately one quarter of the points for BYU. 25% coming off of second chance points. On that note, the freshman coming up big with nine points and eight rebounds in 27 minutes, Foos. Getting the job done for BYU and Gavin Baxter in limited minutes. Still getting the job done. Six points. All of them coming at a crucial stretch in the second half in about a two-minute, two-and-a-half-minute stretch where Gavin Baxter would get tip-in, tip-in, lay-in after a miss off of a drive uh, by Tijon Lucas. So as Mark was talking about, that drive really start really opening the gate for the putbacks. Gavin Baxter in a two-minute span really helped spark the Cougars in the second half with about a s- six points in a quick two-minute stretch of that second half. It wasn't a pretty game, but it was pretty exciting. Uh, only Mar- only Alec Barcelo, uh, Fustreor, and uh, Gavin Baxter shot better than 45% from the field. Th- those three are the only ones that the BYU Cougars were able to do so as BYU shot 32.3% on the night. Uh, San Diego State, 36.7%. So not a great shooting night for either team, but the second half points and the free throws, uh, the difference for BYU. Coming up next, uh, we will get more for Cougar Post Game Live. First, your final score, 66-60. BYU with the victory over San Diego State. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. How can a bank create value for its community? How about its customers? For Zions Bank, creating value means helping local businesses succeed. It means helping unique mom and pops thrive. It means helping each person in our neighborhood grow. We've done it for nearly 150 years and we'll do it for 150 more. For banking, you can always count on. Zions Bank is for you. Visit ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank to see these principles in action. Zions Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC. 
When you brush or floss your teeth, do your gums bleed? Bleeding gums are a key indicator of gum disease. Gum disease has been linked to multiple inflammatory conditions such as heart disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, premature aging, and diabetes. A recent study also discovered COVID-19 patients with gum disease are 22 times more likely to have respiratory complications. To help prevent gum disease, have your teeth regularly cleaned. Dental cleanings are essential for your health. To learn more, go to visityourdentist.org. This message brought to you by ESIS Dental Health Education Foundation. Smith's knows this year the holidays are doubly important, so make your celebrations doubly special with fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts. Smith's. Fresh for everyone. Double specialness, void where prohibited. Certain restrictions Wait, stop it legal. We've got even more special holiday food, like delicious king crab legs, private selection gourmet potatoes, or cave-aged Murray's cheese, and fresh-baked La Brea bread. <sighs> Smith's. Fresh for everyone. All right, legal. You're up. Double specialness, void where prohibited. Certain restrictions may apply. Shop for participating stores for more details. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Let's make a deal. You're probably looking for a good podcast. Well, BYU Radio can help you find one, and the next one, and the one after that. All you need to do is search for BYU Radio on your podcasting platform. You'll discover that our shows have interesting interviews, entertaining discussions, and inspiring stories that cover such a wide variety of topics. It's like finding a new podcast every episode. Find BYU Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Here's Ben Bagley with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tire. Stop by your local Big O Tire for no credit needed financing and the lowest prices on everyday tire, every tire, every day, Big O Tires. The team you trust. BYU gets the victory tonight, 66-60 over San Diego State. Looking ahead to Tuesday, Oregon, 13th ranked in the country, in action right now, 15-53 left in the first quarter. High-scoring game here early in the first first half, not the first quarter. 45-31, Oregon up on SMU, so keep an eye on that as BYU travels to Portland to take, take on the Ducks on Tuesday. That's going to wrap things up for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. We'll send you back to the Marriott Center for Cougar, the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final from Provo. Once again, BYU the victor, 66-60 over San Diego State. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Marcelo, pull, good fire, score! <laughs> with one second on the shot clock, the deep three from A.B., he knocks it down. The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Bill Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougar, Cougar Locker Room Show begins, brought to you by Brady Industries. Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, commentary tandem courtside. We are joined by Caleb Lohner. Caleb, part of BYU's thrilling 66-60 win over San Diego State. Caleb, congrats to you and the boys on a big win. Thank you. What a way to start the season. Two teams that come in. 
off of conference championships, conference tournament championships, NCAA tournament runs, a lot of guys back, two really tough opponents to open the year. 2-0 has to feel really good. Yeah, it feels really good, especially against these two teams, both like NCAA tournament teams, uh, Cleveland State and then San Diego State. And tonight was so fun for me. Like It was kind of the first time I've been able to experience a real Marriott Center crowd. Good point. So I had a blast. I'm so proud of this team pulling it out. Yeah, 17,000 fans in the stands on a Friday night. Your first year last year is during the COVID year, so it really had to feel different tonight. This is kind of what the Marriott Center magic is, though, right? Yeah. No, I, I came to games growing up as a kid, and last year playing through COVID, I was like, this just doesn't feel right. <laughs> but tonight was really special. And, and this is a game well, – Dave Rose, who was at the game tonight, by the way, had a, had a saying. He said there are a lot of different ways to win a basketball game. Mm-hmm. You know, some nights you shoot lights out as a team, and some nights it's more like this where not every basket's going in and you got to find a way. And you guys just kind of did that tonight. Yep. I think, I think built as a team right now, we are going to find a way. We've just been programmed throughout our offseason and just kind of as a BYU basketball program these last two years that we're going to find a way to respond and we're going to fight until the end no matter – we're making shots, we're not – we're turning the ball over, whatever it is, as a team, we fight through that frustration. So I'm really I'm really proud of these guys tonight. As you should be. That's a great win, and that will be a great win at the end of the year, too, and something you can point to. And It's just a fantastic effort. And I, I, the, the main numbers of effort for me is on, on the boards. And you, you knew – I mean, you know better than anybody that that's what San Diego State does. They crash the boards. That's how they beat teams. And you guys uh, bested him on the rebounds, tied him on the offensive rebounds. What was the kind of the game plan strategy focus coming in with respect to rebounding against the Aztecs? Rebounding was our number one key. We told, we looked at statistics and we said, if we can out-rebound this team, we're going to win this game. Or we have the best chance of winning this game. So we out-rebounded them, I think, by four. Yep, 42-38. And came out with the win. But again, this team is kind of built off that rebounding aspect. They got super long athletic guys. So just, again, so proud of the way we did that, handled it on the glass. Ten ties, five lead changes. It was played within one possession pretty much all night. No lead, no, no lead ever really got big. This number is huge too, Caleb, and you were part of this. Uh, second chance points, you're plus seven in second chance points in a game you win by six. So you could argue that second chance points were how you won the game tonight. Yep. And you were part of a big stick back late in the game. Remember that play? Yep, I do. Came off, popped it right in. But, no, I... Again, our key to this game was if we can out-rebound them, we're going to win this game. And so those points just go to prove, like, the way we scouted them and the way we looked at how we need to play. It's exactly how it worked out. And it was a tough night for you shooting the ball. And uh, I said to Greg late, I said, Caleb's going to make a play, you know, because I like the way you play. You just keep coming, keep coming, and you end up making that big play, and you always contribute on the boards. But how how do you feel kind of early on? I mean, it's been a little bit of a struggle offensively. Kind of where's your mind at uh, shooting the ball? Um, it's going to come. Yeah. Like, the work is there. It's just all about starting to get comfortable with the offense and making my shots. But I'm not worried about it. Like, this has just kind of been a key component of my basketball career. Like, things just get frustrating. How am I going to respond, and how am I going to come out and help this team win games? And you did help the team win the game when it mattered most. Eight rebounds, by the way, tied Foose uh, for the team-high rebounding lead. How about Foose's first two games? Foose has been player? unbelievable. And it's so fun playing with him because I got to play with him at Wasatch Academy. So him coming here, he's a spark off the court, on the court. Like, he's a special kid. It's so fun to play with him. And we'll never take Alex Barcelo for granted because he does it so frequently. But, man alive, when you need a big shot, whether it's a fadeaway three in the corner. He got fouled on that I, thought, I, saw, I was seeing I it on the, the air. I'm I was saying, sitting right there. I thought it was a four-point play myself. They wouldn't call the foul. So it stays at three. And then late the shot clock, the elbow jumper. I mean, my goodness. Yep. Yeah, Alex is going to do Alex things. He's just <laughs> proven it 
over and over and over again. He's one of the most unbelievable shooters, clutch shot played in the game, dudes I've ever played with, and it's I mean, it's an honor to share the court with him. We enjoyed watching you do Caleb things tonight. Caleb Loner, thanks for the time. Congrats, and uh, off to Oregon we go. Yes, sir. On to the next one. All right, thank thanks, you, Caleb. Caleb. Thank you, guys. All right, Seneca Knight coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Cougar Locker Room Show presented in part by Visible Supply Chain Management. From freight to packaging to fulfillment to small parcel services, Visible is driven to reimagine the entire supply chain. Visible Supply Chain Management, a Maersk company. Learn more at visiblescm.com. Well, a player who had his share of battles against San Diego State with a different team is joining us on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Seneca Knight, former San Jose State Spartan, current BYU Cougar, joining us on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Sen, good to have you on. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. Congratulations to you and the guys on a great win. Man, thank you. It was a hard, hard battle for sure. So this, uh, you got to you got to experience the Marriott Center on Tuesday against Cleveland State. Great crowd, nice win. It was up a notch tonight, wasn't it? Man, was it? That's <laughs> not even a question. It was crazy. Like every single play they into it, I ain't never experienced something like it. Well, that's what it's like when this place fills up as it did tonight, and uh, these battles. As you know, having played San Diego State in the past, mm -hmm. uh, they're just knockdown dragouts, aren't they? Right. Man, what? They always put up a fight. They never go out easy. So it was good to feel like being able to get the one over them. Seneca, I follow you on social media, and it seems like the fans, you're a fan favorite, and they really embraced you, and you've embraced them, and it's great great to see these fans here tonight. I guess the question is, maybe some people out there don't know uh, how you got here from San Jose State. What was the process to get you to BYU? Um, so I heard from them back in January, but I went closer to home to LSU first to um, be closer to family with COVID. So if anything happened, I'm up the road. But it was never my option. It was never really where I wanted to go. So when I got an opportunity to leave, BYU reached out in January, and then they reached out again. So I was like, let me hear them out more. And when I heard them out more and came on my visit, when I came on my visit, really, it was just a no-brainer. They still had to get a waiver. That came through. Had to feel good, right? Man, it was the best feeling. I was at a golf course <laughs> that day, and all the coaches calling me and just telling me, like, I got my waiver and everything. I was super excited. They super excited. It was just a great day that day. You a big-time golfer? No, I was just there. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why I was there, honestly. Me and Tijon just went just to support. Uh, it was with our manager. So. <laughs> I ran into your folks uh, during the week, and I guess they were here for the Tuesday game. Mm -hmm. Maybe they weren't here tonight, but then my no, mom was here tonight. Okay, and then and then Dad will be at Oregon. Yes. Okay, that's good. Okay, and yes, uh, to let folks know, you're from Louisiana. Yes, sir. So when you say you went back to LSU, you're kind of going close to home. Is that right? Exactly. Okay, and then the opportunity came uh, to come to BYU. Now that you've been out here, been a part of this team for a few months, and now you know winning games with BYU. What do you think about your decision? Uh, it was a good decision. I'm not gonna lie. Like every day is a battle. Coach Pope always challenged me with new challenges and everything, no matter what it is, on the court, off the court. So it's definitely a battle, but it's something that I just learned to embrace, talking to my parents and everything and just going out there and just trying to have fun with what I do. You're obviously a big-time scorer. We saw we saw some of that tonight. Uh, but obviously here at BYU, it's, you kind of maybe have a little different role than what you're used to. How's that adjustment been for you? Um, so my adjustment, it's been – I'm not going to lie, like it been super easy, but it been kind of a smooth transition because everybody know I can score. So I'll score when I have to now, and it's nice to not have to carry that load. So now I can focus on other things that I know that I have in my game and coaches know I have in my game. So being able to emphasize it, like the defense tonight and rebounding. So being able to take that load off of me and just show other aspects of my game. 
And how do you characterize uh, the guys you have surrounding you, the depth of this team right now? Man, the depth is crazy. So it's always like next man up or, you know, you could go out there and give it your all because you got somebody on the bench to be able to come in and give it their all and pick up where you left off at. So it's really something like that's unique in our situation because you could go out there and give it your all and not have to hold back or try to last the whole game and everything. You've been a clutch shooter. You've played with clutch players in your lifetime. Where's A.B. when it comes to, you know, shot makers when, when you need them most? Man, it's definitely <laughs> at the top of the list. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. His shot making ability is ridiculous. So... I would say he's top, top two, <laughs> honestly. It's just, it's amazing. It's just fun watching him going, like, playing with him. I can't say more than that. It's just fun. It's exciting. Y'all see it. So. Oh, yeah. We love <laughs> it. So, uh, Coach Pope gave you guys a really challenging start to the season, right? Mm -hmm. Cleveland State tournament team, San Diego State tournament team, mm -hmm. Oregon next Tuesday in Portland tournament team. Yeah. So, this will make you better, right? Man, definitely. And you guys have the objective of being an NCAA tournament team yourself. You knew mm -hmm. that was the expectation when you came here, right? Right. What does Coach Pope uh, meant to you uh, in getting you here, his staff as well, and helping you as a player? So getting me here, it was cool because I was really with Bobby and Coach Nick on my visit, and Coach Pope had to fly in the last day of my visit, and then he flew right back out. But it was just the effort because I think he flew like across somewhere across the nation just to be able to sit down with me and my parents, which means like I just took it as he really wanted me on this team. So I factored that into my decision. And then being here, like I said, just all the challenges he presented me with off the court, on the court, like – it's frustrating, I'm not going to lie, but it's definitely <laughs> – he wouldn't do it if he felt like I couldn't do it and he didn't see something special in me. Well, turn frustration into fight. Frustration that's, into that, fight. That's the motto, man. Yes, so sir. it's great to have you here at BYU as part of this team and, and part of this ride that we just started. So thank you for coming on tonight, Seneca. We'll do it again. Man, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate job. it. Thanks a lot. That's Seneca Knight. Coach Pope is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a premier national valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back courtside at the Marriott Center where almost 17,000 fans were in the stands and loving this one from start to finish. It was a grind. It was tight. It was tense. And in the end, it was a six-point win for BYU, 66-60 over a very good San Diego State team. The head coach of the Cougars is Mark Pope, and he joins us after this one. Coach Pope, congratulations on another win, a great win over a very good team. You did it the way you thought you had to do it to win it. It is. Uh, you know, you, you'd, you'd have to probably be the – you know, the 1985 Los Angeles Lakers to not get in a grinded-out game with this team. They're just so physical and so disciplined and so long and athletic, so well-coached. And like we talked about in the pregame, this series is so fun. It just is a special series, and uh, it was a great game. I mean, how fun is this gym, guys? It's just is oh, it just – it's just beautiful. So couldn't be happier, couldn't be more proud. These guys focusing on things are more important. You you play a game against San Diego State, you out-rebound them by four, you actually have a chance to win. Our goal was we, we knew we had to out-rebound them, and we were down two at half. We ended up up four with some Herculean efforts from guys one through five. And um, Tijon Lucas, unbelievable, baby. 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> and uh, and then we had to protect this ball. And we get out of this game with 11 turnovers, guys. Like, that, that's just – that is incredible. Now, there were a lot of moments where we just – we weren't exactly in our stuff and there were some things that were unfamiliar. But, but these guys – fought to be physical and get downhill and protect the ball. We played off two feet so much down the lane. Um, uh, I didn't even – I haven't seen the blocks number, but the, the blocks number is actually pretty good, right? We're okay there. Four blocks. And um, – and only one against that's a lot that's a lot of that's a lot of two feet stops and a lot of good decisions a lot of keep your dribble alive a lot of things where it's just like hey it might not have been pretty but we when we just kept going on the offensive end we got good stuff and we had guys make huge plays when you out rebound san diego state by four it's like you've out rebounded a regular team by 14 it feels like yes 100 percent. i mean that is that's the number one thing on our scout on our board it was on the offensive board it was on the defensive board like it, it just is you have to start there you have to rebound you have to protect the ball if you're going to compete with this team and these guys did an incredible job doing that today they make their living especially early in seasons on second chance points you win that category by seven points tonight yep. yeah and it was huge i mean no, none bigger than caleb loner um, you know he just you know he finished the game with eight rebounds in in 31 minutes that's a lot of hard work right that's a lot of hard work and he finished with eight rebounds and had i don't know there was a lot of big buckets but that might have been the biggest one Felt like it. and it just, yeah. um, we were stalled and he just bailed us out on the offensive glass he is an elite level pro level rebounder and, and he sure, certainly was great he certainly was great today i mean he's the he's the leading rebounder in the game tied with mensa and so that's super impressive well, to continue the rebounding theme, Coach, it's one thing to say, hey, we need to rebound better against San Diego State, but what do you actually do? Is it How much is it just challenging your guys, and how much is it what, – what do you do to make sure you're rebounding better in a game like this? Well, so – so it's interesting, you know, you guys get sick of me talking about trying to have the best locker room in America, but part of what that means is that you have guys that spend their time looking inside – more than they do outside. And so there's something beautiful about when you spend 48 hours talking about the most important things in a game that your guys, there's no magical coach that can cross the whole bridge. Like the guys have to buy in and accept it and, and believe it and, and, and be willing to say, okay, if this is the most important thing, then I am actually going to put all of my focus on accomplishing this. And that's part of one of the special things you have in a great locker room is guys actually will ring the bell. And, you know, it doesn't mean we're going to do it every night, but we did it tonight. These guys said, okay, if this is the most important thing, then this is what we're going to do. And it's their buy-in to that that made us special tonight. There were some important stickbacks, and there were some great defensive possessions. And, and yet, ultimately, if Alex Barcelo doesn't make – a fadeaway three contested in the corner and doesn't make a late in the shot clock elbow jumper you may not get the result you want tonight he did it again yeah he's a he is a pro guys i'm sorry like i'm sorry but you show me another player in the country that had 24 points on six shots against an ncaa tournament team and then came back and made every single great play against the ncaa tournament team the first two games of the season you know he is just he's just a pro like let's stop kidding ourselves he is a pro and he's going to have an unbelievable professional career and part of the reason he's, he's going to be such a great pro is because he just loses himself in the moment you're t- you're talking about currently ranked the sixth best defensive team in the country they might have gone up tonight hmm. and and long and athletic and all nba bodies out there and he gets everywhere he wants to go 
He's so physical and so quick and so skilled. And for him to be able to do that, to get everywhere he wants to go on the court, like he just is showing elite. I mean, he's one of six returning All-Americans. We already know that. But, like, he is showing – he's just showing that he's 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 capable at every level. It's, it's super fun to watch, man. And it's super fun to watch. <laughs> it is fun to watch. You go from Alex Barcelo – who's played 100-something games, to uh, Fusini, who's played two. <laughs> and he's out there playing against San Diego State, yeah. games tied, making the right decisions, yep. being smart, blocking shots, getting rebounds. I mean, that I, I'm, I'm amazed at how poised and how he kind of – it's not easy, but it seems like it's just coming easy to him, and it's very hard. Yeah, you know, he's, I'll tell you a story. So him and Atiki that I love so much. So, you know, these guys are – they are in study hall all day long. They are. Like, they are, they are working so hard in school. They're working so hard in school because, you know, they're, they're also learning a new culture and a new language and everything else, right? And, and then they have so much to learn on the basketball court. Like, our terminology, they're words that make sense to everybody else, but they don't make any sense to them. <laughs> I have to actually hold myself and say, okay, let me just explain what turn means and why we – talk about a turn in our offense or why we talk about a slice or you know any of the terminology and um so today they came to my office before because we kind of take them through the playbook for each game we'll have a little bit of a different tweaked out playbook and we'll take it through them so then they're prepared to go and shoot around so i'm drawing up the plays for them talking slowly through it and then tika was like hey can i draw let me go draw so they both went up and they're drawing i mean they've been (laughs) in study hall for four hours already been to class been through film sessions with birds and they're just they're just spectacular human beings and this this foos traore is is uh you know, he got he got baptized a little bit on dribble. You guys saw that twice, <laughs> right? Two out of three possessions. Like, that's a rookie. But in terms of him standing up with poise and, and like a man-child, and, again, he's also team-leading rebound, you know, game-leading rebounder with eight. For him to do that, how about the quick in the middle of the lane? The earliest. I mean, what? Yeah, he's shooting over a big guy, lightning quick release oh. there. Defensively, he's in the right place. Most of the time, except, you know, Dutch is smart. He's like, I got a rookie out there. Let me go take advantage of him. He did it a couple times. But he's just – we have no chance without him. None. He's special. Mark Pope is with us. We'll take a break. Closing comments from the coach coming up. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. A second scoop of Mark Pope straight ahead on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU tonight picks up its 50th all-time win against San Diego State and its 30th home win against the Aztecs. BYU improves to 30-4 and all-time in games against San Diego State here at the Marriott Center. BYU 66, San Diego State 60 is our final. And one of the great things about this rivalry is that coaches on both staffs appreciate the history of it. And uh, this has been going on for years and years. The teams have played great games. Even when they leave the same league, they find a way to get back together and play these kinds of games. Coach Pope, and again, credit to you and Coach Dutcher for both agreeing, yeah, this can help both of our programs. And it's been so much, it's been uh, it's been like conference days of old. Yeah, it's it's actually, it's super fun. Like, I mean, you know, th- th- this is ha- the, the history, that the fact that this history of this game is tied to all of us, right? I mean, Coach Rose is sitting in the, 
in a, in a courtside seat tonight, and he was coaching his team when Jimmer was standing up on a on a bench over here, right? And everyone's going crazy, and and there's been so much history, and and it's just as it really is the way Dutch defines his team and the way we try and define our team. It just is such a. I'm so grateful. You guys know how hard it is to schedule. It's so hard for us to schedule. It's just it just is it's so hard and. Every time we call Dutch, he's like, let's go. We love this game. And it's, you know, like we talked about pregame, it's two teams that have finished in the top 25 the last two consecutive years. And it's just a great, high-quality, high-caliber NCAA tournament game. Can we talk about Tijon Lucas? Let's do it. Now, I'll preface it with a couple things. Maybe Mark will chip in, and then you'll give us the expert opinion. So on a night where he, by the numbers, has a tough shooting night, 2 for 12, he ends up as your second-leading scorer. Ends up perfect from the free throw line. Leads your team in plus minus in 32 grueling minutes. And as Mark is about to say, even when he was missing, he was helping you make. Well, he had five assists, but really he had probably ten. How important is it to have a guy that can get into the paint draw defenders and even though he missed them it was like a putback drill for your big yeah man. it's super important so look you look at Tijon lucas he's 5-1 I mean, I mean he's five assists one turnover against san diego state in a game where we have 12 total turnover 12 total assists as a team he's got five of them and he's only responsible for one turnover on the night that's incredible and then that's by definition you're exactly right like he was so good had drawn Mensa over, and he got Gav two putbacks by himself, and I think he got maybe Foos one, right? And um, and maybe Caleb stick back Caleb's might have come was, on. Yes, Lucas yes. Moss, yep. And um, you know the fact, and that's the thing with San Diego State. Like, how are you going to find your way into the paint? It's so hard against them against their length and how they attack gaps. Can you find your way to the paint? And and he was able to do that for us. So again, you're right. I mean, he's two for twelve in the field, and normally you're like, ah, you know, maybe not the greatest night, but he's perfect for the free throw line. He's 5-1. He's a plus 15. And he just had a big-time, big-time game for us. And that's what I love about this team. We're 4 for 18 from the free throw line, and nobody blinked. Three-point line. From the three-point line. Yep. 4 for 18 from the three-point line. Nobody blinked. We actually had great shots in the last 10 minutes. I, lo- I actually felt great about the game in the last 10 minutes. We just missed them, but they're great shots, open shots, transition shots. We owned them. We did everything. But this team is like, hey, it's our job to win if we make shots or don't make shots, and they won tonight without making shots, and that is awesome. So from Cleveland State to San Diego State to Oregon, you go frying pan fire inferno, basically. Yeah. Uh, what a challenge you've given your team to start this season. Two passes, two tests passed so far. Now it's on the road for the first time, taking on a top 15 team. Another way to make your team better and see what you're made of. Yeah, and we're super, I mean, we're obviously really, really excited. We got a ton of work to do. Uh, you know, the length of Oregon is so daunting. Their skill set is so daunting. You know, this matchup zone is is a different beast, and so we got a lot of things we have to prepare for and be ready for. But the one thing I think we know about this team already, they're going to come fight. They're coming to fight. They're going to they're gonna look each other in the eye and say, let's go. I got your back. I got your back. Let's go. And, and uh, that gives us a chance every night. Let's not forget this week began with a hit to the program in, in Richard Harwood having to take a seat for a while. And what a response by your guys when you needed um, your bigs to play bigger than yeah, they even are. It's uh, incredible. And, yeah. and, and also, I haven't talked about Gideon George yet. So Gideon George, uh, just a terrific contribution to the game tonight. Started out. Uh, kind of doing an unbelievable job on Matt Bradley, and Matt never got going, right? Uh, Gideon got that first slip dunk, and, and it, it was kind of like rattled, and then his length was so effective, and, and that's the least important thing he did tonight. I'm not uh, 
I got what I'm going to say is like the word that we got is that he the Cougar Nation actually helped him collect six thousand pair of shoes tonight. That's six thousand. That's 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 twelve thousand feet of young people in Nigeria. They're gonna be wearing shoes. This young man is is such an incredible uh, representative of BYU, and and to have that going on with everything he's doing for us as a team is really special. So proud of him, and thankful for Cougar Nation. Yeah, segueing to our final comment from you, which is about Cougar Nation in general and about the Marriott Center crowd in particular tonight and even more specifically about The Rock. But uh, a Friday night with 17,000 fans in the stands, The Rock is loud and lively and engaged as ever helping you to win a game that you feel like you got to have. Uh, it was a magical night for the second game of the season. There is no uh, – guys, I mean, you fi- show me a student section. <laughs> this Marriott Center is huge, and they are the whole baseline – Literally from the first row, not just to the concourse, but to the to the rafters, the back wall. They're just it just is like this this BYU community right now, and what this rock is doing is so special. I don't think we win this game without them. I, I don't. And the, the building was incredible tonight. Uh, I, I don't know how every kid in America doesn't want to play here, play in front of this crowd because it just is it is extraordinary. Well, uh, San Diego State uh, ended up a a 47% free throw team tonight, and a lot of those misses came in the second half when this game was tight and you needed points and and points to be not scored at the other end. Greg, I I think if there was no pressure and you and I were just shooting (laughs) with the rock back there doing all their madness, I don't know if we could make a free throw. (laughs) Mark would make plenty. I'd be shut out. I'd be shut out. (laughs) Give me the ball. Don't don't give it to Pope or Rubel. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, congrats again. Uh, Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week as we hit the road. Great for you guys. Let's go Cougs. All right, that's Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap it up. Here from Brian Dutcher on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, final segment of our Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you in part by Economics Partners, a sponsor of the valuable stat of the game feature. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And we've hit on this quite a lot because it was the key stat of the game tonight, the valuable stat of the game on the boards. BYU 42 rebounds to San Diego State's 38. The offensive rebound tally was tied at 13, but the second chance points category valuable in this one. BYU 17 and San Diego State 10, a seven-point edge in a game. BYU wins by six by a final score of 66 to 60. BYU now 2-0 on the year. Brian Dutcher's Aztecs squad falls to 1-1, and and a short time ago, the head coach of the Aztecs, Brian Dutcher, spoke to the media. Let's listen in. Uh, Foul trouble. We had, obviously, uh, Bradley and then uh, Lamont, and even Chad there in the first half uh, really kind of handcuffing you guys offensively for a little bit. Is that another one of those things as the season goes on, guys get a little smarter? Or do you think there were some ticky-tack calls? It's, it was a physical, tough game, and you know, so I thought that this was a good officiating crew. So I would never complain about that. Uh, we have to adjust to whatever the officiating is. Obviously, Matt in early foul trouble, I think, took, took him out of any offensive rhythm. So we had a tough time getting him back in an offensive rhythm. Uh, Chad, the same thing. Both guys only got a couple minutes stretches, and then they're on the bench with two fouls. And then we set them and then bring them in the second half. 
uh, Matt picked up three right away. And I said, I got to roll with him at this point. I can't have him on the bench. I got to let him get in a rhythm and try to stay in the game. And then he got going a little bit. So, no, we have to, we have to be smart with our first foul and try to stay out of foul trouble. All right, a snippet of comments from head coach Brian Dutcher of the San Diego State Aztecs. That's going to do it for tonight's broadcast. Appreciate you tuning in, Cougar Nation. What a fun night it was in front of 17,000 fans here at a raucous Marriott Center. BYU 66 and San Diego San Diego State 60 is our final. Appreciation to all of our crew back at BYU Radio, our control board operator, Andrew Hare, tonight, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our in-studio intern, Bryce Noakes, our engineering crew, Sean Fay and Barry Squires, our BYU radio administrators, Don Shaline, Dane Craig, and Sean O'Neill. For my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, our thanks to our courtside intern, Trevor Rich, tonight. Appreciation for him getting those, uh, or for him helping us out with stats here courtside all night long. Great job by Trevor. We had Coach Pope joining us pregame and postgame. Our other postgame guests were Seneca Knight and Caleb Lohner. So for all those folks, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for, oh, how could I forget Ben Bagley? Ben Bagley pinch hitting for Jason Shepard back in our studio as our studio host tonight. Great work, as always, by Brother Ben. Thank you, Ben, for sitting in for Jason. Jason Shepard back with us next week. And next week it is BYU on the road at on the Oregon Ducks. It's a neutral site game, the Phil Knight Invitational at the home of the Portland Trailblazers. That's our next BYU basketball game Tuesday, 7 o'clock Mountain Time pregame with an 8 o'clock Mountain Time tip. So once again, that will do it for us tonight. I am Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball. On the new skin. You've been BYU listening to live Sports coverage Network. of BYU Basketball. On the new skin. Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at economicspartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.